Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in July 13th, Monday, the start of a new market week, an exciting one at that. There's so much going on this week, but as we always do, we're going to keep it really short and sweet and focus on the things that should be paid most attention to. And that's what we do over here. We cut out the fluff and we tell the truth. Big thing. First thing that we started off with for about the past uh, couple months or so, the coronavirus pandemic. Of course, this is still number one on the list of things that you need to look at, but things have changed. So before this, the narrative was always you need to look out for either a vaccine or a second wave that starts because either one we had seen in the past had an opposite effect on the market. Vaccine created a lot of optimism that boosted up the market. The threat of a second wave or any proof of a second wave ensuing had a really negative effect on markets. But what we're starting to see now is in the U.S., we are seeing more and more signs of a second wave. But what's happened is that it's not a shock to the market like it first was back in um, late February and March. Companies now are better equipped and understand through the experience of these past few months how to function while this invisible threat is all around. So even though we're seeing these huge spikes in Florida and Texas, New York, California, Arizona, what we're also seeing now is that there's not as much animosity and fear in the market towards this thing. Companies are still able to make money. They've adjusted. So it doesn't have nearly the same effect on equities or the Forex market as it did in the beginning. And again, this is all because People want to know at the end of the day, will these companies make money? And now it's to the point where with or without the coronavirus, these companies have adjusted adequately where people do not fear any longer the threat of a second wave on a company's livelihood like they once did. Unfortunately, it's one of those kind of sad scenarios where the first the first wave that came through knocked out a lot of the companies that were most at risk. So now we're seeing companies that from the beginning were more set up and stable to handle something like this moving forward and and the rest were a little bit less fortunate and on top of the experience okay in addition this week specifically it is earnings week for a lot of the big banks in the u.s now why this is significant is these weeks specifically the earnings weeks give you an inside look at these publicly traded companies that are on the stock market and it basically lets you know their internal health, if they're, they're doing everything they need to do and if they're meeting the benchmarks that the analysts have set for them and they set for themselves. Now, on an individual basis, when this happens for a specific company, this gives you a really good idea of if they're healthy, if this company is healthy and if they're prepared to do big things moving forward. Now, why these earnings weeks are so important <clears throat> is because you, th- you get to throw together a ton of different huge multinational companies, earnings weeks all together. And when you do that and you look at them in a, ba- in a basket, it gives you a good idea of the overall health of the U.S. economy, which, of course, we know is the most powerful economy in the world. So everything is affected by a week like this. So we already have a slight, although it is a little bit choppy, we're seeing a slight bullish bias in markets right now. A lot of people are saying that it's over speculation. Others are are saying that the V-shaped recovery of our economy after the coronavirus or shoot, during the coronavirus, we're still in the midst of it, is still something that's viable. 
So what you need to do is coming out of this week, see how the earnings week went with these big U.S. banks. If it was something that was positive, just understand that's going to increase the bullish bias that already exists. And you might want to set up, set yourself up in that manner. And if it is negative where you're seeing that the U.S. economy does not have healthy signs that it's portraying to investors and traders, then I would be more cautious and see how the markets react to that type of information before you go in and make a move. Because these type of moves are more long lasting than other type of data releases would be. If it, if it turns out that we're really good or really bad, either way, either poll, this is something that could, that could have an effect on the market for the next couple months until the next one comes up and we have new information and people are having a, a chance to change their opinion on, on where things are going. So, all that said, the top three things that I want you guys to look out for this week, I want you to look out, obviously, for the threat of the second wave. If it gets bad to the point where companies will have to shut down, we know that that's going to be adverse for the economy and the equity markets and the Forex market. If this earning week turns out to be more bullish bias, then continue in the bias that already exists within the financial markets. And the last thing, again, is going to be the, the virus, if, if, or excuse me, the, um, the vaccines. If we make great strides on a vaccine, understand the market really likes this. We've seen it before. So if we make any type of strides on a vaccine, that's just even more bullish bias, okay? So we're going to go second wave, the threat of shutting companies down, the vaccine, and also the U.S. Bank's earnings week. Just I want you guys to be very clued in to all three of those, and especially this week on the earnings, again, because it carries forward so, so much. And there it is. So again, like as promised every week, I'm going to keep it really short, and now you are all set to move forward. Have a great week, and I will talk to you next Monday.